as we welcome in uh, former Baylor uh, All-American, former Major League pitcher, now part of our radio broadcast from Oklahoma City, Pat Combs joins us. How you doing, buddy? How are things in Oklahoma City? Oh, man, John, doing great. You know, I wish we'd have had a better outcome this morning, but uh, always great to be here for the Phillips 66 Big 12 Championships. Uh, a lot of fun in Oklahoma City. Of course, Bricktown, a wonderful ballpark, and uh, a lot of great Big 12 championship memories, especially for Baylor back in 2018. But it is great to be with you. Hey, man, I appreciate it. Are you still at the ballpark, or have you uh, departed the grounds? I have departed the grounds. I'm back in the hotel room here <laughs> okay. uh, at the Sheraton. <laughs> and, is, and is there a nap coming uh, at some point th- today? That 5 o'clock wake-up call was a little bit early. So, uh, I bet. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. What we said, though, was uh, one thing about it, when you have the first game of the day, uh, you're, you're most likely going to start on time, and it may be the only game of the day that starts on time. Yeah, and considering this morning's game went uh, three and a half hours, yeah. uh, that backs up the rest of the day. So, yeah, we're, we're good now. We can recover back to the hotel, look – Look forward to tomorrow morning's uh, yet again early wake-up call. All right. Yeah, yeah, and you get to do it again tomorrow. So uh, we won't keep you long. I want you to catch a nap this afternoon. Uh, boy, Tech jumped on Baylor from, from the leadoff hitter today, didn't they? They did, yeah. Drew Baker had an outstanding day, the Red Raider leadoff hitter. He was uh, fabulous. Four hits, only a triple away from a cycle. And, uh, yeah, got things started the first inning. That home run against uh, Cam Cayley really hurt. But, you know, it wasn't – I think the Bears could have overcome that if it was just the one home run. It was the number of walks and, and uh, freebies that the Texas Tech Red Raider offense took advantage of that came after that. Yeah, was the number 12? I haven't seen a box score yet, but did Baylor give uh, 12 walks today? Yeah, close. I think it was 11, 11 walks, okay. and it might have been a, a hit batter. Oh, okay. So, yeah, gotcha. probably 12 free bases. And then, uh, yeah, a couple of uh, wild pitches and, yeah, it was, just, it was a mess on the mound for the Bears. Now, the, the good fortunate part of that, though, J-Mo, was that uh, the Bears were able to save the back end of their bullpen. This game kind of got away early. We saw a lot of uh, freshman pitchers come in that had not accumulated a lot of innings this season. And so uh, Coach Steve Rodriguez was able to save the back end of that bullpen. Of course, you got a savvy veteran like Hayden Kettler that'll tow it up tomorrow. So hopefully we'll have a different outcome. Yeah, let us get your opinion on that. Uh, starting Cam Cayley, a freshman in that situation this morning, when you've got Hayden Kettler there available, uh, and my, my thinking is, uh, you know, you're not playing for one game. You're playing for the tournament or playing to extend your, you know, your lifespan in the tournament. Um, take us through the thought process in starting Cayley this morning. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, it's a tough decision, right, for Coach Rod and Coach John Strauss, the pitching coach, because you're trying to line things up for the tournament. Obviously, when you lose a guy like Tyler Thomas, uh, and, you know, you've, you've had to kind of pitch around that uh, aspect the last couple of weekends. But um, then you, you start to figure out who's the best matchup against this powerful tech lineup. Uh, I think they felt like uh, Kaylee had put together a string of good outings and a couple of really good starts. And they sure like the left-handed matchup against some of Tech's better left-handed hitters. So that's who they uh, they thought about this morning, and it just it just didn't work out. He had been really really good uh, up until today, especially with his command. He had walked I think four hitters in his last eight appearances, and walked four in the first inning today. So just uh, just the day he just didn't have his stuff. Pat, do you think this game was like a a good summarization of the pros and cons of having a young squad for Baylor? You know, I think there's a good point to be made there, right? I mean, you've got a young uh, pitcher taking the mound that didn't perform well. You know, it's a big stage, obviously, here in the championship series. 
you've had a lot of young position players though that have really come through and uh so it's you know you get to that, that experience under your belt at this division one power five level boy it sure makes a lot of difference and uh, we saw some of the inexperience come out uh with these young arms but uh yeah, so there's always a case to be made, and I think uh, the old Steve Smith quote I think about Garrett is that older teams tend to, to to win, especially when the when the stage gets bigger and bigger towards the end of the season. As a former pitcher, what were your thoughts on uh, Mason Montgomery today? I know it's for the other team, but I mean he was solid. Oh man, lights out! And you know that, uh, when you talk about some unexpected twists and turns when you get into a series like this in the Big Twelve Championship, you never know who's going to show up and how they're going to show up, but. Yeah, for Texas Tech and Mason Montgomery, he had it really has been up and down this whole season. Had an outstanding outing uh, four weekends ago against West Virginia, where he had 12 strikeouts, walked one, and, and and got a win. The very next weekend against Baylor, he gives up three home runs. We knock him out in the fifth inning, and uh, you know it's a different guy. But that that's Curry's year. Uh, today he showed up big time, and uh, 11 strikeouts had a pretty big strike zone to work with today. Uh, definitely took advantage of it. Uh, had Baylor hitters chasing high fastballs, low sliders. I mean, really had all of his stuff working, and uh, he was just dominant today. Pat Combs, our guest, uh, part of the Baylor broadcast crew from Oklahoma City, and we hope beyond. Pat, what, what uh, in your opinion, does, does Baylor need to do now uh, to help their cause to get an NCAA regional bid? Yeah, John, I think – Tomorrow they got to win. I, I think if you're if you're kind of a do or die type of game, uh, tomorrow's the day. And, and if they win one, I think that that really helps build the resume out. I think it, Baylor really had a strong resume coming into the tournament. Uh, you know what you look at on a bubble team, and that's what where Baylor has been projected now as as possibly first team, uh, first Power Five team from the Big Twelve out, or they could be the first one or last one in. What you look for, obviously, is the body of work. And uh, the selection committee this year, with all the COVID issues and certain conferences, you know, eliminating certain games or playing even more conference games, it is a mess. So, you you know, from the eyeball test, you want to put together the best resume you can. I think, obviously, Texas, uh, Baylor beating Texas Tech in Lubbock 2 out of 3 was huge. That big win streak that they got on uh, in the middle of the season, and I think winning, you know, the number of, of Big 12 series that they won – really bodes well for them. Uh, but what you hope is you hope that in some of these other conference tournaments you don't get kind of the underdog winning a tournament and taking a spot and then, you know, their team getting rewarded a spot that, that had a, a better record than Baylor or a better RPI. You know, you always hope for those things to kind of play themselves out in, in a typical fashion, and I think that gives Baylor a better chance. But, yeah, it's, it's a tough call, John. I, I, I would think one win here certainly looks better, two wins here, Looks really good for Baylor. Yeah, I, I agree completely. I think this is a tournament team, but, man, they are really hamstrung right now. Uh, shorthanded with no Tyler Thomas uh, and, the, and and no Blake Helton for this weekend. Yeah, that, that really was uh, – when I heard that news that uh, those two would not be available, I was like, oh, that's kind of a gut punch, right. you know. But, you know, it's like Steve Rodriguez says, hey, next man up, you got to be ready to go. And, and uh, certainly uh, the, the pitching, you hope uh, Hayden Kettler gets off to a great start tomorrow. Uh, I, I agree with you, John. This lineup is a tournament-type lineup. Uh, and, and then you got to look, hopefully the, the selection committee looks past what's happened here last couple of weekends and say, you know what, uh, they've kind of hung in there without their number one starter. Yeah. Uh, and they'll get him back for the, for the uh, regional. 
Uh, they'll, they'll have hopefully Blake Hilton back healthy for regional. So, yeah, you hope that kind of plays into their selection minds as well. Yeah, that's a factor, isn't it? I mean, the committee, you know, factors in if guys that would be regulars or would be starters aren't available. I, I think it has to, and especially with the – again, you, you look back at the, the entire body of work that Baylor's put together. Uh, it, they got on that really impressive run, uh, and then kind of – you don't say the wheels fell off, but they, they certainly could have won the Oklahoma State series. Mm-hmm. And then the, the wheels fell off a little bit at home against OU just in terms of the, of the pitching staff uh, giving up uh, the abundance of runs. And you directly point that to the fact that Tyler Thomas was not available Friday – and that whole series can turn around. You know, Baylor may possibly wins two out of three against OU, maybe even sweeps them. So they, you have to – I think if you're a selection committee looking to get the best uh, teams in the tournament, best power five teams especially, uh, I think that works in Baylor's favor. But, again, you, you don't want to, you know, think about things working in your favor. You want to kind of cement the deal. So you know, a couple of wins here would really help. As you're missing some of these key players and then you're struggling down the stretch, how much of this is mental right now wearing on this team? Man, I tell you, you get to the end of the season and, and uh, you can't help but think about it, right, Gary? Because you're looking at what are the implications if we if we don't win a game here at the Big 12 championship, you know, uh, and, and what if we win one? Or so you, but, but the bottom line is, as a player, you have to block that out. You, you've just got to really focus in on what is the job in front of us and let's go take care of our, our business. And I think that's what Coach Rod has been stressing to this team, not just this, this week going into the tournament, but the last couple of weekends. Um, he's even said, guys, we have a lot of work to do to, to qualify. So just get that out of your heads. Don't think about it. Let's focus, uh, you know, the old cliche one game at a time. But we really do have to take care of business in front of us. All right, man. It's great to visit with you. Enjoyed uh, hearing you and Derek on the call this morning. I listened to the uh, whole thing with you guys <laughs> this morning, and I didn't <laughs> have a, in there, J-Bo. <laughs> and I didn't have a five a.m. wake up call like you did. So uh, catch a nap, and we'll have you tuned in again tomorrow morning. Thanks again, John. Right, you bro. guys take care. I right, appreciate it. Thank you very much. Pat Combs with us.